is the 615 Podcast with your host, veteran realtor and entrepreneur, Nick Woodard. All right, guys, welcome back to the 615 Podcast. I have with me again my good friend, Jana Kramer. Oh, what up? What's up, sis? <laughs> hey. So wait, sorry. I know this is your podcast and all, but I just figured, you know, since a lot of people don't know your story yet, I could maybe hijack this interview Ooh. and ask you questions. I like. Well, you do? I don't know. You know a lot about me, though. I know a ton about you. <laughs> it really depends on what you're going to ask me. That's true. What is off the table? Just don't get me in trouble. With your wife? You know. My best friend. <laughs> yes. You know. As long as you don't get me in trouble. So that time that you called game. me when we got back from... Okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to tell a story about that time. You were? Yes. From San and Diego? I was talking about how me and you oh my God. are not afraid to go to blows. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. I we went to San Diego and we met some guys on the beach just hanging out and they were invited back to the house they were these those european dudes yes european dudes and they were invited back to the house to come hang out with us that night wasn't it the super bowl no even worse for me (gasps) it was alabama bowl game oh no and the entire time they're sitting there going oh football I'm like, I, you have got to be kidding me. And you were slowly dying inside. Oh, I was so pissed. I know. I felt so bad about that. <laughs> we had a fun time, but ah. it was a bet. That was a, that was a, all, all in all, that trip just was not great for all of us. Yeah. But I got to surf though. Memories. You did. Were you scared? No, but I didn't realize the amount of effort it takes just to get out. <laughs> so by the time I, I, I get past, you know, all the waves coming in, mm-hmm. The instructor was like, all right, hop up. I'm like, no, I got to chill for a minute. Like The instructor, a.k.a. you mean my ex-boyfriend? <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> my fling for the month. Oh, man. You know, we can all laugh about it now. It's fine. Wait, okay. I just have to ask, though. I know, but do your followers know why you wanted to start the 615 podcast? Uh, I guess not. Um, the reason I really want to start it is being in real estate for 15 years here in Nashville, like I've got to work with some really cool people that have really cool stories. Like who? Like you. <laughs> um, Jimmy so, Allen. Jim, yeah. I mean, ton of, ton of great so people. I, I think it'd be really cool to just, you know, have, have a, an outlet where I can kind of let everybody see what's behind the curtain, mm-hmm. you know, get to know people for not just what they see in the tabloids, but you know, what, whatever my, my folks are willing to, to share. Who was your first sale? Oh, wow. Do you remember? First sale. I actually had two kind of back-to-back. One, um, one. her name was uh, Nicole, and she bought a condo over here uh, in Nippers Corner, and that was 15 years ago, and she ended up moving, I think, back to Mississippi a f- couple years ago, and now I think she's like a, a doctor mm-hmm. or something. Um, another one... Um, Lauren, she actually still lives in town. She she's a good friend of mine, and um, her and Kevin are they've moved on two or three times since then. And don't you uh, love those people? Oh, I love them. Love them. <laughs> they just keep moving. Have you ever said no to someone? <sighs> yes. 
I've Why? said no to someone. There's many people I wish I'd said no to. Mm. Um, I'm a very, very patient person, but sometimes when you feel like you're being taken advantage of or people don't respect your time, um, you know, this isn't a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is how I take care of my family. Um, but yeah, I've, I feel like I'm pretty good about getting a vibe with somebody mm-hmm. and you know, if you don't like somebody, you don't want to work with them. But what makes you, cause I feel like you're, I mean, I feel like you can be the guy's guy. You can be the girl's dude, you know, like you can right. be everyone's best friend because you're so ad- adaptable mm-hmm. in those situations. Like you love sports, but then like, yeah, we can talk for hours about relationships and right. therapy and, and have such great <laughs> conversations. And because I'm a girl, Jana, <laughs> no, but I mean, it's true though. I mean like you, but yet you and my husband are obviously, you know, besties and it's like, you guys have, right. you, you can have so many different conversations. So like what, what do you think is the one thing where, you know, you might not be the right realtor for this kind of person or, well, I mean, a, I'm a very genuine person mm-hmm. and I, I guess one of the problems that I have is I hold people to the same standard I hold myself to. And that doesn't always fly in the business world. Um, if, if I get a vibe that somebody's just a straight bottom line person and has no emotion to anything, it's just a straight cutthroat. That's, mm-hmm. I'm not your guy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's not me. Um, real estate's a very emotional situation. Well, you get attached. Absolutely. Has anyone ever started, you know, on the process with you and then maybe left you? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, doesn't that hurt though? It's like oh, a breakup. Absolutely. I would be like, you what? Are you like seeing with somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> She's not Excuse even pretty. <laughs> you don't even go here. <laughs> I mean, how do you deal with that? Is it, just, BMW. Yeah. <laughs> is it just something where you don't? Okay, you, you don't take it personal, or is it something where you do take personal well, that, and it does affect? I, I take, I take everything personal Mm -hmm. i mean you try not to i mean in in any business when you've been in it a long time it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. i mean you can't keep it from happening um but yeah it always hurts but you know i'm very blessed that i'm not just working with one or two people so hey guys what's up it's jana kramer and michael cawson all right so let's talk about nick (laughs) this is my favorite no 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 nick as a realtor oh okay in that case He's the best. He sold um, a bunch of houses for us because <laughs> we like why to he move. Loves us. <laughs> That's why we're his favorite. But what you know, with as often as we've moved and, and bought and sold houses, he's always made it seamless. He has for sure. Fun. He's gotten us the best deal. He's been aggressive, and he also, while we were in LA, he was here every step of the way in Nashville. Well, you know, because we trusted him, and he was there making sure the house of our dreams was being built um, the right way. And um, he's he's um, he's not only a friend and a family member, but he's um, he's an amazing realtor. For sure, and the one thing that stands out to me anytime I talk to people in that professional realm, whether it's our builder, other realtors, lenders, or whatever, they always go out of their way to make comments about Nick. Like, man, like we really like Nick. Like, Nick is great. And how often do you hear that from the people that you deal with in these in these situations? that go out of their way to comment on what a great person the realtor is. Because usually that's not the case. No, not at all. So at the end of the day, vote Nick. Okay, I want to ask you a few more realtor questions. Re- sorry, realtor questions. Realtor. It's technically realtor, but let's, that, sounds that sounds so ridiculous. weird. Has there been one sale that's kept you up at night? 
kept me up at night. Like either that you were so bummed that it either fell through for them or for, you know, or just like you just knew it was wrong. No, because it's not your decision. It's not my decision, but I'm also, I'll tell you what I think. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, if I tell you that this isn't a right, the good, the right situation and you move forward with it, I have peace that I said what I needed to say. Um, I will say I've had some very interesting stories. Tell us one. Um, one. Okay. Uh, this is, <laughs> this one, I had, I had about a seven, $800,000 listing in Nashville and the family was out on the lake 4th of July and it, I had a couple cocktails <gasps> and I got a call from a random number and I picked it up. Uh-huh. And, uh, hey, this is Nick Woodard. You know, how can I help you? And she was like, I saw your listing on whatever street it was. She was like, I, I want to make an offer sight unseen. What? And I had a couple drinks. I'm like, all right, somebody's screwing with me. Like, sure. <laughs> and she was like, no, seriously, I, w- I want to buy that house. I was like, I tell you what, found out she was from out of town or whatever. And I was like, if you're serious, you know, I'm, I'm on vacation. Um, I'll call you first thing tomorrow when I get home. If you want to fly down here and see it, or I can do a FaceTime walkthrough, something like that. She's like, okay, that sounds great. So lo and behold, I actually meet her at the airport like two days later, pick her up. We go, she wants to see a couple other properties while she's in town. So take her out, look at a couple other properties. She ends up wanting the property she called me about. So great. You know, sold, sold the house for my client. Come to find out. There's just some very unusual characteristics about her. Okay. And the way she writes the contract was in like an LLC and it's with this other person and I've never met this other person and it's a it's an all cash deal and so oh. long story short, come to find out this this was a quote unquote lady of the night. <gasps> and you got you bought a brothel. she bought a brothel she was she had a fling with somebody (gasps) that he and his wife are getting divorced and he was buying assets all over the country to hide his money oh my goodness and i had no clue so you know the the but it's not yours to no it's not mine get in the middle of right but i just felt something wasn't right was off yeah but i didn't find out the details of it until you know weeks after the closing and mm-hmm. then it kind of hit me like oh my god they've got me on camera like going and picking this chick up at the hotel oh and like, you know oh my wife's my gonna god. see this and you know, what, what do i do <laughs> so yeah that that one that one was tough and then once um another one i had a client close on a new property um, it was the first million dollar house i ever sold and i was excited and you know this was two or three years into my career and um, I get a call the night after closing when the buyer was moving in that they had a huge water leak no. in the ceiling. Oh no. They had pressurized uh, water in the ceiling for a sprinkler system and they had ruptured and the entire living room ceiling crashed down on 10 inch pine hardwood floors. Oh no! And he calls me and he's telling me, and I had somehow gotten sick, you know, 
that day and I'm like stop messing with me dude so you're either stop drunk or you're sick me. okay that's the, that's the <laughs> stop messing higher me. Nick he sends me pictures and I'm like oh my god oh my god $10,000 worth of damage the day after they move in oh yeah here's the deal though I found out that our house that you had sold us in the you know the governor's club at the time they just recently like right after we sold it to them something happened with the roof like they had to replace the entire roof but it's just it, stuff happens. It's not, yeah. It's I like, yeah. Like I feel, I'm, I like, I felt bad for a second, but then I'm like, well, yeah. But I mean, you you disclosed anything you knew. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't project what's going to happen. Sure. You tell them how old the roof is, and you yeah. you do the best you can to be honest about everything. So here's an interesting thing. I had a debate with someone. He's a contractor down in Florida, and he he came up to see cause we have a, a water leak molding issue in our bathroom and he came up to see it and he said, see, I told you buying a house is the stupidest thing you can do because they are just a <laughs> bottomless pit of, you know, you're throwing your money away. And I said, but you're throwing a, your money away when you rent. And he said, yeah, but over time, if you look at how much expense you put into your house and the things that break, you're actually losing money. So from a realtor's perspective, do you believe in that? Do you not believe in that? Yeah, long term, no. Now, I always tell people there's absolutely nothing wrong with renting short term. Mm-hmm. But over the long haul, I don't. I think owning a home, owning dirt is the best investment that you can make on a conservative long term basis. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, you pay rent, especially in Nashville. You're paying Nashville rental prices for you know the duration of your living in your home. I mean, that, that can add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Sure. And right here in Nashville, people are making that kind of money five, ten years after owning a home. So why why you? Why hire Nick? I don't know. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> no. Because I, you get the best deal. And I'll tell you what. You, you, you sold a million and one because <laughs> I like to move every two years. But you always, you're aggressive with how you sell. And you're aggressive with how you buy, too. Oh, thank you. And I just said something I've always seen in you that has been different from other realtors that I've seen work. Appreciate that. No, I mean, I I just live by the whole, you know, take care of people, be a genuine person, and you got to get along with the person that you're working with. I mean, how how boring would it be to to go, oh, crap, I got to meet. Sally to go look at houses again today. She's such a bump on the law. But maybe it's Sally. <laughs> maybe it's Sally. Sometimes I can't compete with Sally. Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest uh, mistake you've made as a realtor. And you could include stop. your refrigerator. <laughs> You set me up for that one. Sure did. But was that the biggest or no? Um, I don't feel like it was. Yeah. I bet it, financially it was. <laughs> Absolutely. So so we close on Jana's house and we... No, actually we're going through the final walkthrough. Final walkthrough, final yeah. walkthrough. But they had already left. They yeah, already, they had already moved left, out. Moved out. You know, cleaned it, all that. Jana comes in. She's like, where's the refrigerator? And I was like, Huh. I'm going to call them right now. They The movers must have got it, put it in the truck. You know, they're not supposed to, they're supposed to leave the refrigerator. So I'll pull up the contract on my phone and look at it. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jana looks at me with that look like, huh? You screwed up. I was like, 
We didn't ask them to leave the refrigerator. Which most people would ask to leave yes. the refrigerator. That's like the most... Well, then you guys got food, you're bringing it. It's just so I go, all right, hop in the truck, we're going to Home Depot. And we got a brand new refrigerator. So a brand new refrigerator that cost me about $2,500. So your mistake was our... <laughs> our yay! But I made it right. I made it right. You did, and that's exactly I what a good it. realtor does. I owned it. Yeah. That, that was all You didn't say, me. oh, I didn't know, or, you know... It's all, it's all yep. good. That's just yeah, mandatory. That me. Yeah. That's, as dad would say, I paid my stupid tax. Uh, I love it. All right. So I have to say, oh wait, put that pen away. Put it away. Cause you keep clicking it. Gotcha. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> all right. So I have to give you some mad props because I love kind of the brand that you've created with 615. Oh yeah. Because yeah, because you've you've truly like let's take for example like Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones, you know he's in glasses and a red. Glasses, he's always yeah. glasses and he's got he's always wearing red, you know, red suit, red whatever, red hat. And with you it's you know your nick by the 615 hat. I don't see any yeah. other dude walking around with a 615 hat. You've owned 615, 615 podcast. It's like that is that is your thing. And I feel like you've done a really good job branding yourself because you don't want to just be the other lady or man on the back of the bus. Yeah, there's tons of them. There's, 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 there's so many, but you can't differentiate between who's who. It's like, right, okay, right. there's Sean whoever, and it's like, okay, or there's this whoever, or Barb whatever. It's like, but you know that you're Nick because 615 and what you've kind of created. So was that something that you, like, has that always kind of been a dream of yours to brand no, it? Like, to be honest, like, it, it came about one day when... A, I just don't, I don't like dressing up. I always wear my boots, <laughs> yeah. boots and jeans everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And I'm bald, so I like to wear a hat. And a lot of people don't like me wearing an Alabama hat because they're ridiculous Auburn Well, you don't want to play politics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, no, it came about like, basically I started getting away from that. Everybody's trying to be uber professional all the time. And I was like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I grew up here. I've lived here for 35 years. So I know this area very well. I know this business very well. I don't have to wrap it all up in this uber professional persona. So it was like, this is me. This is what I wear every day, everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. Ball cap, boots, jeans, what you get or what you see is what you get for sure and that's you know how you are too when you when you sell and you meet people and you become friends and with the 615 podcast like do you want people like the guests that you bring on here like what do you want people to get from it is it just the nashville life or right right okay yeah i mean i'm not really using this podcast as as a platform to necessarily grow my business i mean i think it's a great way for people to get to know me and it's also again i've got really cool experiences and cool clients and you know i'd like to like to get them on and let people get to know them for who they are but i also think you're kind of it'd be crazy to say that you don't want to not get new clients too no, of so like of great. course Absolutely. like someone's listening is like man like oh hey you live in nashville like there's this really cool realtor re- right. sorry realtor <laughs> that has a 615 podcast you should listen to it and you should also have him be your guy you yeah, know, I mean, so I mean, it's, it's just spinning the wheel sure. and branding well, I mean, that, yourself that's, that way. That's where we are now, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's Instagram, it's Facebook, it's it's marketing and branding, and you know, this is is just another avenue for that. Um, but again, it's the podcast thing is so different. 
Are you comfortable with it or are you? I am. Okay. I am yeah. yeah. I mean, I am now I'm learning mm-hmm. more. Um, to be honest, like what, what got me the most comfortable is long before I decided to do this is when I came on wind down yeah. with me and Catherine. You're, you guys are so good though. Well, you like us because we're the opposite dynamic of most couples. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to have like, talk about therapy or something. Yeah. We talked about therapy and how, you know, Kat doesn't like therapy. You like therapy. Not saying she doesn't like it, but you know, you would be more willing to go on a more regular basis. I was telling someone yesterday, um, we ran into our mutual friend, Sarah yesterday, and we just kind of got to talking a little bit. And I was like, it's not that I really like therapy all that much. (laughs) It's like, I'll talk to that dude sitting on the park bench over there. Like, I, you just I, like to talk and to, like get, to get it out. You like people's story. Yeah. You like to be able I mean, to say, yeah, I have that too, or have empathy for this person. Sure. or Like I've got literally nothing that bothers me to talk about. Well, that's why you're so good at a podcast. But <laughs> here's something else too, is you have an opinion. So yeah. no one wants to yeah. hear a podcast where you're like, yeah, I agree. Right. Like right. that's just not interesting, which right. is usually why I get more hate because I sure. disagree more times or not disagree, but I just like to debate. Sure. Doesn't make it right or wrong or Absolutely. have an opinion I mean, and. What's what's the point not having... Have, do you have any haters yet? No, I don't have any people listening yet, Jenna. Yes, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Good. Just wait. I don't know. Do I more- need to, is that when you know you've made it? For sure. When you have some haters? <laughs> I can see Jana like, making false accounts no. like, hating on me. No, plenty. I've got like, enough. Hey, sis, no, yeah. I made it. It's like, good for you, buddy. How is a realtor on relationships, on marriage, on family, like on family life? Is it something where it's a, it's a, the job that, I mean, you get to be home a lot. You do. I mean, it's, it's definitely pros and cons. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, I've, I've got a, a wife with a career that, you know, well, because she's your manager. <laughs> um, and Catherine's been in, in, in uh, artist management ever since we've been married. So, you know, at the very beginning she was working on music row and, um, you know, we had young kids and all that. So she didn't get home till later in the afternoon. So it was kind of, you know, I work when I have the opportunity and deal with the kids. She does the same. We just kind of, you know, have a schedule, you know, what do you have today? What do I have today? Um, I may have to go do something, come back for two hours and then go back out. Mm -hmm. And then I do a lot, get up before everybody else gets up and do a lot of work at night. Mm -hmm. Just mainly I don't watch TV or anything like that unless it's football season. So I get a lot of my stuff done. When is this airing by the way? I don't know. Do you think there'll be a football season? There better be. What would you do? (sighs) Tell you what, (sighs) it'd be very difficult to not have college football it would be excruciating if my son doesn't play this year because Kate, I've coached Caden for five years and this is the last year I get to coach him before he goes plays middle school football. Why can't you be a middle school coach? I mean, I mean, I guess I can, but like <laughs> I'm a youth football coach, right? but that's a whole different thing when you have to get involved with the schools and all that. Sure. So if we miss this season, like last season was the last year I get to coach him. I didn't even know it. Oh, so what I mean, I feel like it's got to be kind of a great feeling, though, to know that you place people in their homes like you get a, like you get to be a part of that. It's very cool. Absolutely. Like, I feel like that's that's so cool. It's like 
you, it's like you feel proud too. Like they have, they found their forever home or they're building their home or, you know, the weird thing is like, you know, when y'all built this house, Mm -hmm. you were in California. Yeah. So I come over here two or three times a week, just check on everything, make sure. So like this house almost becomes my place to go to. (laughs) And then when you close and y'all move in, I'm kind of like, that was my, that was my baby for So basically we kicked you out of here. (laughs) That was mine. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's very cool. Um, I just love people and relationships and, and being a part of their stories. The coolest part of it. Mm -hmm. Hey, I mean, you can't look at every single one as, you know, an an independent transaction. It's just, you're serving people. And why did you want to be a realtor? Well, funny thing, uh, my sister was a realtor in... Um, Tracy? Yeah, Tracy okay. was, was a realtor in Arizona. And when I graduated college with a with a degree in marketing, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so really? I went on all these interviews and just couldn't find anything I wanted to do. And my sister was like, why don't you just try real estate? You know, I think you'd be good at it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll, I'll try that until I find, you know, what I want to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> so here 15, 16 years later, trying to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's interesting. So but you, I grew up here. Yeah. So like, this is, this is easy for me. Mm-hmm. Like I know, you know, I've been here since I was seven years old. So, which has been incredible on its own to see. What well, I was just going to say how, yeah. How have you like the, the fact that you were witness seeing Nashville change as much as it has. I oh, mean, it's, it's unreal. Like, I grew up in in Brentwood. Just uh-huh. just this was just Nashville. where we're at right now. It would just be a bunch of oh, this is way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, wow, weeds. Yeah. And where I live in Nolansville, I used to to go deer hunting all the time. But like growing up in Brentwood, that was before Cool Springs. Um, wow. Wilson Pike was a, was a two lane road with a with a wooden bridge going over the creek. I remember that. I grew up right across from Ravenwood High School off of Wilson Pike. And by your old house that you and Kat had? Yeah. That was where your childhood home was? Yeah, the house behind it. Mom oh and Dad still my lived there. gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So grew up there, and that was so far out in the country that we couldn't get pizza delivered. <gasps> and then now that's half a mile from Cool Springs Mall. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I was telling a story the other day that, you know, me and my, my buddies used to go out on Wilson Pike and lay down in the middle of the street and watch the stars. And you see a car coming half a mile away. Wow. Like, car's coming. You just get up. Car, you don't see another car for 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Nice. Are people still moving like to Nashville as much as last year when you, we talked yeah. about it? Yeah. I mean, I've I've looked at the numbers from last year. You know, with obviously with COVID, there's, there's some some unknowns but numbers wise it's looking pretty much exactly the same wow i mean i'm not really seeing much fall off at all what about i mean the mortgage rates are low oh mortgage rates are ridiculously low that's insane i had someone lock in for like 3.35 30 year fit something like that that's the lowest i've ever seen in in my 15 years and why because it's you wouldn't you think the mortgage rates would be high because the economy's bad or no? No, not necessarily. It, it doesn't always interact that way. Best time to sell. Best time whenever you need to. Worst time to sell. When you're forced to. Oh my God. Holidays, right? <laughs> not necessarily. Winter. No. I've, I've had unbelievably 
breaking all the myths here. Yeah, that's not always on the six one five podcast. <laughs> Nick just coming in saying that myth about. <laughs> well, everybody's got a story. Sure, and you don't know what someone's story is. I mean, someone could get a job transfer and they have the Christmas holidays to to find a new house and get in. Mm-hmm. So it happens, and and with Nashville growing like it is, and all the businesses coming here, you know, there's there's they say a hundred people a day moving here. So it's like with the job market being as good as it is, people are coming here. So there's a demand for housing. Do you feel fulfilled? Do I feel fulfilled? As if if I died today, I've mm-hmm. accomplished everything? No. What do you want to accomplish? You have a beautiful family, beautiful I'm, I'm wife, beautiful satisfied. kids. Yeah. I'm very satisfied. So what's um, missing? I have a tissue right here if you want. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I would like to see my kids Mm. become parents themselves. I think that would be really, really cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, It's like a funny thing. Growing up, I played football as well, and my dad loved watching me play. He said, there's nothing I enjoy more in life than watching you play. And um, I've said that about my son, too. And my dad told me, he said, trust me, it gets better. When you see your grandkids play, it's even better. Uh. And so that's hard to believe because, like, coaching Caden is my favorite thing in the world. Or mm-hmm. watching Emmy in a cheerleading competition is, is incredible. Um, but, yeah, I think it'd be cool to, like, your grandkids. Like that. So it's almost like the, the last day on Earth you'll feel the most fulfilled. I mean, as long as you feel like you're doing what you're put here to do, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, is anybody ever really ready to die? Let's say when when your card's pulled, I mean, now I know where I'm going, so I feel good about that, but I do feel like I have some unaccomplished task. What's one you want to do in the next five years? Besides buy a lake house or buy a pond. (laughs) (laughs) You know me too well. That actually goes with that. Like I've always had this dream that I wanted to buy a 30, 50 acre property Mm. and build um, a pond, a bass fishing pond, design it how I want to do it and put a little cabin with a dock on it. And I want to use it. um, What was I going to call it? The new father, no, not the six. <laughs> the the new father's retreat. Oh wow! Because I remember when I was a brand new father. You know, I worked. My wife worked. That's probably the most stressful part of our marriage that I can remember. Is you know you're both trying to get your careers off the ground. You've got a new child. You're mm-hmm. kind of you know who's got them. I got to work type thing. I was like, to have a place, if somebody just tossed me the keys to a cabin and said, you've got 48 hours, go get your mind right. Oh, that would be an incredible blessing. That's so cool. So like, I have, I have this thing in the back of my head that one day I want to have that getaway where I can just come across a guy that's just going through it and just make eye contact, toss in the keys and be like, Four wheelers in the shed. Oh my <laughs> Go gosh! You're like the the yeah. what's that? The redneck Santa, just <laughs> the redneck vision Santa. Here's some keys. Enjoy it. This is Nashville. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, well, I love you. Thank you for letting me interview you. Absolutely. You've Thank been you. you've been um, you've I've always been there. You. No, please, you're killing it. But I will say during this um, 
COVID stuff I've, I've kept referencing because I feel like we're all in the wilderness right now. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, I've, I saw obviously our pastor t- kind of talk about it. Um, a few, um, you know, sermons, I guess, is that the right word? <laughs> like whatever, a few, yeah, you know, whatever. Jamming. I know. I'm like, I'm still new to this all, <laughs> but no, I, it's, um, I just feel like we're all in the wilderness and you were the one that taught me about the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's just been really cool to kind of see how we're all going to make it out. Absolutely. You, you, biblically it talks about being in the wilderness is where a place God takes you when he wants to reveal something to you. Mm-hmm. So he strips you away from everything that you rely on, mm-hmm. you know, whether that be, you know, your job, your friends, you know, whatever it is. Um, if he wants to get your attention, he takes you, strips you away from all that. So you solely focus on him. And the amount of times you've texted me saying, Jana, you're at it. I was like, God, just shut up, Nick. Just, just leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you right That's now. The thing is from the outside looking in, you can see it when you're yeah. in it. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily know it. But yeah. when you've been there a couple times, you start to anticipate that. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I feel like I'm being pulled there, I'm like, all right, God, help here me get we it go quit. again. <laughs> help me, help me get Don't it make quit. me stay here. This isn't fun. Um, but no, I love you. And if anyone's listening right now, if you have a relative, if you have a friend, if you have a frenemy, whatever you want, um, you, please have Nick. Don't. I'm like, please have Nick be your realtor. You're sorry. Please let Nick be your realtor because he's the best of the best. He's sold and bought houses, not boss house for me, but you know what I'm saying. Um, you're the best. I love you. Love you, baby. Hire Nick. <laughs> Thanks, sis. See you guys. Bye. This is the 615 Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review at nickwoodard.com forward slash podcast.